Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Oh, it is a momentous day in the nation's capital as the Washington Commanders are making huge moves. And here's how we start the show. We take you live to Ashburn. Managing partner Josh Harris just at the podium now. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Um, I think as you all have heard, we, uh, we've uh, decided to uh, part ways with Ron Rivera. We appreciate uh, Ron's efforts and everything he did for the franchise. I mean, obviously, he came here during a tumultuous time period, the ownership change, and he really uh, added leadership. But clearly, um, <clears throat> you know, we weren't good enough this year. We didn't get it done on the field, and uh, so we've decided to go into a new direction. And I think, as you probably heard, uh, I'm going to be leading that search both for a head of football operations, as well as a head coach. And I'm going to be assisted by uh, my partners, Irvin uh, Magic Johnson, Mitch Rails, and David Blitzer, as well as uh, a couple very well-known uh, sports executives, Bob Myers, who I've known for many years and have a tremendous amount of respect for, and uh, Rick Spielman, who obviously is a uh, 30-year football executive, executive of the year, uh, obviously 10 years with the Vikings. Um, you know, obviously Bob Meyer, Bob Myers built one of the amazing uh, sports teams of the last decade in the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they were tough to compete with, so I got to know him. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, even though uh, this season uh, was uh, hard for me and hard for us, it was hard, it's hard to win four games. Uh, from my point of view, we are coming out of this with um, poised for a great future. Uh, a lot of uh, draft capital, a lot of cap space, uh, and uh, I'm lucky enough to be supported by an amazing ownership group. And obviously, we think we're an attractive destination for 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 the next generation of leadership. And so, what, what I'm this is probably amongst the m most important jobs I have as a managing partner. And uh, it's important that I do this personally and get this right and that we bring in the right leadership. So with that, I will open it up to whatever questions you might have. Thank you. Josh, John Kine, John Kine, ESPN. I'm curious with, with Bob and Rick, 
We know the resumes. What is it about them personally that made you want them to get involved, and what will their roles be beyond this search? Yeah, so um, obviously I'll start with Bob. Um, you know, Bob, Bob Myers is a winner. Like, who wouldn't want him uh, on your uh, team trying to help your franchise? He knows how to identify talent. He knows how to build winning franchises, winning cultures. I mean, he's obviously not a football person. He's not been around football, but he's an amazing sports executive, and I'm you know, really happy to have him helping. Uh, he'll be around uh, as an advisor to me. Uh, he's not going to be involved with X's and O's, uh, but he'll be involved through the search process and beyond you know, as it relates to uh, the Washington Commanders helping us uh, build uh, a, uh, an amazing franchise, an amazing culture, and a winning culture. Uh, obviously, Rick Spielman brings a wealth of football knowledge, uh, the ins and outs of football. Uh, he did, he was executive of the year with the Vikings, you know, with many other teams, and kind of brings that knowledge of football that you need, you know, when you're interviewing uh, candidates. Uh, and so he's going to be helping us through the search process, and we'll see after that. I don't, uh, I'm not sure. Hi, Josh. Uh, Nick Jabala with Washington Post. Um, <clears throat> how do you envision the general structure for the front office? You mentioned, obviously, the, the head of football operations, but what is <clears throat> your vision for the structure, and then what are you looking for in candidates to fill that role? Yeah, so we're looking for the uh, best uh, people to build an elite franchise that's going to uh, consistently compete and win championships. So that's kind of our goal. In terms of the structure, uh, obviously, I start with talent. You want the best talent. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you let the talent just, you know, just sort of influence the structure. But my orientation, obviously, is that um, being uh, a, the head of football operations, being in essence the, in that lead role, that's an 80-hour-a-week job. Uh, being a head coach, that's an 80-hour-a-week job. Um, I think there are two roles there. Um, and so I think it's harder. I mean, it, there are certainly individuals that control everything. Uh, I think it's increasingly hard. So my orientation is not to do that. But on the other hand, uh, I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to really be somewhat flexible around talent. So that's kind of how I'm gonna how I'm gonna think about it, and I hope that answered your question a bit. Hey, Josh, David Aldridge with the hey, Athletic. Um, what about Bob's <clears throat> skill set made you think he could transition across sports to be helpful to you as you start this process? <clears throat> yeah, I think that he started off, um, you know, with a uh, golden. He started off as a UCLA, UCLA basketball player winning a national championship. So he started with that. He's been a winner everywhere he's gone. Uh, but then he was a, a sports agent, so he knows um, everyone in sports. He knows a lot of agents. You know, many agents, as you know, cross sports, not all, but some. A lot of the uh, agents, he's run, you know, multiple processes to select talent. He knows how to engage with talent. Um, and so, and then obviously, the Golden State Warriors' success speaks for itself. Um, you know, they started off as a franchise that was not that was struggling a bit, and they've emerged as you know four-time NBA champions. And he's been able to keep a collection of uh, stars there together for a long period of time. So, look, I, like I said at the beginning, I mean, I think uh, he's in a, he's going to be super helpful. Hey, Josh, J.P. Finley with NBC4 and 106.7 The Fan. A lot of reporting today about requests for interviews all over the league. 
coach and GM positions. Ideally, what's your timeline for all this? And what's the timeline for the folks that are still here when they kind of find out their future? Yeah, so I'm going to run a um, thorough but rapid process. I mean, obviously, uh, in, we need the next leadership here because we got a lot of work to do. You know, we have the draft, we have the off season, we have uh, we have you know a lot of draft capital that we need to be get prepared for. Uh, ultimately, free agency uh, combines, but on the other hand, you know this is a really important decision, and so it's going to be a. Uh, rapid but thorough process. I mean, ideally, uh, you would have the head of the front office in place uh, before you ultimately select a coach, because obviously that's important. Uh, but, you know, look, again, like we're not in full control of the time frame because what we're ultimately trying to do is, is you know, end up with the best people, and, you know, the best people generally have alternatives. So um, that's what I would say. In terms of, I spoke with, um, <clears throat> the front office leadership and and the and the coaching staff, some of the coaches today, and you know I appreciate that from their view, from their point of view, there's uncertainty. Uh, but I've just asked them I've, to be a, a part, to bear with us, and to just uh, to do their jobs, right? Uh, to continue to run the football team, uh, and you know everyone to a person has said that they care about the club, they care about the franchise. Um, and that they uh, want to be part of the solution. And so, uh, obviously, without uh, the um, head coach and without the head of the front office in place, you know, there's, some, there's some uncertainty for them, and I respect that and am sympathetic to it. But on the other hand, they're professionals, and, and so, uh, you know, we're working through it. Hey, Josh, Ben Standig with The Athletic. Um, <clears throat> you famously with the Sixers were willing to take a slower rebuild to get things where you wanted them to be uh, with coming off a 4-13 and season. How uh, open are you to taking being patient with a rebuild, or do you see this being more of a quicker turnaround? Yeah, listen, um, this was not a fun season for the ownership group. I mean, we're, we're right there with the fans in terms of uh, sweating every loss. Uh, and so, I mean, obviously, if we could write the script, it would be a quick turnaround. But on the other hand, um, you have to make long-term decisions uh, and do things in a very, you know, one person at a time, one athlete at a time. And so sometimes they take longer, right? So I think what my, my view is that we want it to be as quick as we can, but the ultimate goal, right, is to be an elite team that's competing for championships. And so... Um, when you do, I find that when you do things quickly, uh, you, you know, sometimes, you know, you set yourself back. And so the, my orientation is to do, make the right decisions and uh, let the time frame, you know, take its own course. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I want a winning franchise quickly. But on the other hand, I, you know, for me, it's about making the right decisions. Michael Phillips, Washington Times, and 910 The Fan. Uh, you've spent a year now with the commanders, the branding, the name. Have you had discussions about where to go from there, and, and what have those been like in terms of the name and the branding? Yeah, as you can see, we're a little busy. Uh, <clears throat> um, you know, in addition to uh, basically uh, picking uh, a new head of the front office, a new coach, uh, I see uh, Mark in the front. Uh, there, uh, we're busy at work, um, working on uh, the the next improvements to our stadium, 
in terms of uh, fan experience, in terms of premium areas and fixing a lot of different things and investing in the stadium. We're going to be rolling out a big investment program uh, in the next few weeks, and that, there's an enormous amount of detail uh, that the business staff and you know some of the ownership group are working on. And then we've got, obviously, uh, our new home and thinking about that. And so um, the, right now our focus today is on sports first and foremost and then these other things. And so, uh, you know, th those are our focuses right now. Josh Barry Sverluger from The Washington Post. Back to logistics a little bit. Is it your desire to have a head of football operations in place and that person hires the head coach, or will you do that in concert with that person? How, how will that work out? Yeah, so my desire is to have the head of the football operations in place and then to work to, to listen very hard to what that person wants to do in terms of the coaching staff. In other words, I think those two things have to work together. And obviously, as I've said before, um, I want to um, um, you know, get the best talent here and then hold them accountable and, um, and work with them, right? So what that person wants to do or not do is really important in our decision process. It doesn't mean that you um, are not involved in it, but it means that you're, you know, to a large extent, you're relying on that person to bring a series of candidates to the table. And so that would be my ideal scenario. On the other hand, <clears throat> you know, there are, uh, we have to move quickly here, so uh, it's not perfect, but that's, that's my orientation. Hey, Josh, Sam Fortier with The Washington Post. How many candidates do you expect to interview for each position, and are the stakes higher because of how this year went? Yeah, I don't think we want to get into specifics around the process, but um, we've been thinking about who the best candidates are, and so, and I, like I said, I think it's an attractive destination, and truthfully, also, you don't really know who's going to be available. Um, there's still a lot of teams playing. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, we, we wish we were one of them, uh, but there are a lot of teams playing, and you don't know how this is going to sort out. And so um, I think that um, we'll have to see uh, where it ends up in terms of numbers. But we're going to run a very thorough process. And anyone who is uh, capable, who we think meets the criterion uh, of being able to lead this franchise and win, which is, is our ultimate goal, then we're going to talk to them. Josh, Steve Wonder from the Associated Press. What did you make of Eric Bieniemy's season as offensive coordinator, and, and will you be considering him for the head coaching vacancy? Yeah, so I've enjoyed working with Eric, and obviously um, he's had success over the years. And um, I'd say that, um, you know, I spoke to Eric today, and, um, you know, he's hard at work managing our franchise, and, and I look forward to um, hearing to hopefully, if I could write the script, um, having a, our senior football operations executive in place and then approaching the coaching search, search with Eric and others. Hey, Josh, how are you? Hey, how are Candace you? Candace Buckner, Washington Post. And um, any of your other franchises in hockey and, and basketball, have you gone to another sport for advice, uh, like getting a baseball guy to help with the Sixers or maybe NFL <coughs> guy to help with the NHL, just with your advisory? Um, you know, look, I think that I mean, the answer to that is no. Uh, but uh, I think that obviously uh, high quality people are available across many pursuits. Uh, and so um, I think that uh, we're always looking for people that can help us. Uh, and so, but right now, the, 
uh, we're we're happy with the uh, the leadership staff we have at the Devils and the leadership staff we have at the Sixers, and they happen to come out of ba uh, hockey and, and basketball, so we we don't have any uh, baseball or football people in the mix there. <clears throat> Josh Scott Abraham, ABC Seven. Obviously, you mentioned everyone's frustrated. You're frustrated. Fans are frustrated. What's the message you want to give to this fan base to <clears throat> have them believe still that this ship is heading in the right direction? Yeah, so my, my message to the Washington fan base is thank you. You guys showed up in droves. Uh, you believed in us. Uh, we sold out every game, uh, even with a four-win season. Now, granted, there are a few visiting fans there. But that's on us. Uh, we're not in the playoffs. Uh, and, um, and so thank you for showing up. And the future is bright. Uh, we have a lot of cap space. We have uh, a great ownership group. We're very committed to winning for this city. And uh, look forward to showing you in addition to telling you over the next series of uh, years. Gosh, Chick Hernandez, WSA 9. Um, how, you know, you've been through this before with, with coaches. How difficult was the conversation with Ron Rivera? And was there thought of doing this earlier in the year? Yeah, Ron's a consummate professional, right? Ron's been in the NFL for a long period of time. And I think he appreciated that uh, we weren't, that the team didn't perform this year. And so I think that it was not a surprise. And I think Ron is a good person, a good man. We have a good relate. We continue to have a good relationship. Um, I think he felt um, that he was, and and I went out of my way to give him uh, the season to perform. And I think there was uh, much appreciation on all sides. And and he's moving forward. And I'm sure whatever he does with his life, uh, it'll be good and successful. Um, obviously, I think about. Um, coaches all the time and I, I don't find that um, changing uh, coaches in the not it, I, it's not that I've never done it but I think that uh, moving uh, changing coaches in the middle of the season uh, isn't tremendously productive uh, and I didn't think it was gonna be productive here and I had also committed um, to the city and to Ron when we showed up we showed up on the eve of training camp uh, and I committed to the city and to Ron that um, that we would give this the season. That's what we did. Uh, Mitch Tischler, Monumental Sports. Um, <clears throat> after being around the NFL for for the season, how much have you learned about kind of the way NFL operations run, <clears throat> and how does kind of the rebuild that needs to happen here compare to um, the state of the franchise? I guess compare here to some of your other uh, professional sports franchises. Look, I'm just getting to know the NFL. I mean, obviously, it's been a, a, a good year of a lot of learning, a long year. Obviously, not no no success on the field, but um, I would say that um, I think there's a lot of ingredients here for success. Uh, I think we have a lot of great players in the locker room. Uh, we have a lot of committed people. Uh, we have a lot of flexibility around the draft and around our ability to spend uh, for free agents. And so and a lot of flexibility on our roster. And I think we, and I think we will recruit uh, amazing individuals on the coaching side and on the front office side. So I'm, opt I'm pretty optimistic that uh, we're going to be able to move the ball here very quickly. Hey, Josh. George Wallace, WTOP Radio. <laughs> a lot of players today were talking about how encouraging and refreshing it was how, when you addressed them this morning. How important is that <clears throat> for you to have that kind of open dialogue with the team, with the players? 
I think it's very important. Look, at the end of the day, the players are uh, the ones that win games. Owners don't win games, coaches don't win games, players win games, and they see things that you don't always see. They experience the world in a different way. Uh, you know, we're not out there, they are. And so I think it's very important to be having a dialogue with, your, with the players, uh, listening to some of the leadership, listening to how they feel about things. Obviously, ultimately, uh, the decision uh, rests with me and the ownership group as to who the leadership is. So you don't, you don't give away that decision-making authority, but um, I think it's very important to be engaged with your players, particularly the captains and the leadership. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. To be continued. All right. So Josh Harris, the commander's managing partner there, meeting with the media for about 20 minutes or so, answering a bunch of questions and some really, really, really interesting answers and so many different spins that we can come away with and talk about. We'll be chopping up over the next two hours and 40 minutes and, of course, all throughout this week as the commanders officially begin the search for a new head coach, a new general manager slash executive vice president of football operations, and the future of what we found out about this morning, Bob Myers, the former Golden State Warriors executive and current ESPN analyst, and Rick Spielman, the former Vikings general manager, uh, who were brought on, and also about Eric Bieniemy, Marty Herney, Marty Martin Mayhew, the Marty Party, uh, just so much there, and so much meat on the bone. We're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back with my initial thoughts, and then we will get to your calls. Is this a monumental day? Is this a momentous day? Is this a great day? Is this a good day? Is this a I don't know what to say day? Not sure how I feel day. Or I can't imagine there would be many of you that would say it's a bad day. But if you're of that theory, have at it. Explain yourself. We're here for you. 301 I'll give you my spin on that. Uh, as we get going here on a huge, huge Monday in the nation's capital and beyond on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It is a Motown Monday, although that is far from the top story. Ladies and gentlemen, good to have you with us on a crazy Monday in the nation's capital and beyond. Along with Matt Essig, I'm Chris Russell. Uh, Welcome officially into the show. We carried the Josh Harris press conference about 20 minutes or so, maybe 21 minutes live. So in case you, of course, missed any of it, you can always hit the Odyssey Rewind feature right to the top of the show. Really interesting Q&A. As I pointed out on Twitter, like, you know, look, they pretty much asked everything. The one thing that didn't come up was Jason Wright and his situation. Don't know if that was by design. Uh, Don't know what to make of that. Don't know what the future is uh, there and how that will play out. But that was the one notable thing that I think was not asked. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be able to talk about specific names of candidates, even Jim Harbaugh, who is coaching tonight for the national championship for the Michigan Wolverines, who Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report, longtime NFL insider, directly connected to the Commanders. Now, to be fair, Harbaugh also has been connected by the same reporter and other reporters to the Chargers and the Vegas Raiders job. The Carolina Panthers are wide open, both at general manager and head coach. The Atlanta Falcons are wide open. uh, I shouldn't say wide open. Are open at head coach. And they essentially completely neutered their general manager, Terry Fontenot, overnight. Um, So everything is up for grabs right here. Is this a day, is this a day that you will consider to be a great day for the commanders? Is it a good day? Is it, I don't know what to make of it. I'm somewhere in between. Or... Are there any of you out there that say it's a bad day? I'm certainly not going to say it's a bad day. However, I must tell you that while I'm interested and while I'm excited and hopeful, I cannot, I I just can't, not my gut, tell you right now, today, this moment, it's a great day. And I'm sure I'll be painted as the villain I'm sure I'll be painted as negative Nancy. I'm sure I'll be painted as contrarian Chris, as I, you know, hear a lot of on Twitter and X. God forbid I have a different thought process than most of the sheep in the media and most of the sheep in the fan base. But the bottom line is, I can't call this a great day. It may turn out to be a great day. Right now, I can't call this a great day. I think it's a good day. I think it's a good day for the Washington Commanders to do something different, fresh, out of the box. And we'll talk about all of the elements of it, and we'll grab your calls. I think it's a good day. I don't know if it's a – I don't think it's a great day, or at least right now. I don't feel like I can call it a great day. It might turn out to be that way, but I can't right now, today, this moment, 
call it a great day. I've been down this road. Mike Shanahan. You know Jay what today Gruden, feels like? Bruce Judy? Allen. You know, Ron Rivera. I've been down this road before. I know it's all with Dan Snyder, but I can't in good conscience call it right now, this moment, a great day. Today kind of, for me, feels like when you've been working six, seven days in a row, like haven't had enough sleep, and you finally get that day off where it, you don't do anything. It's not necessarily a great day, but it's a needed day. This is a day that we've needed for a while, a day like that, that we can reset, a day that... We can look at it and be like, you know what? At least we are net zero today. I like it that. isn't a positive. In a lot of ways, it is a positive because we're not negative. But we haven't gone positive. It's a not necessarily a good day, but it's the day we needed. I like that. I I I, I can I can deal. Um, and, and and again, it's not so much that this isn't needed. Of course, it's needed. It's not so much that it won't be a great day or it won't be a day that we all look back on January 8th, 2024 as the day that truly everything changed. Everything outside of, I guess, Jason Wright, outside of, I guess, the team name, everything changed, right? A clean slate. Bob Myers hadn't hadn't worked in the NFL, obviously hadn't been here. Rick Spielman hasn't been here, has no direct connection to anybody here. Whoever they hire as the GM slash executive VP, and I guess maybe it could be two different people, although it sounded like it's going to be one person. Whoever they hire as a head coach I may have some sort of connection here. If it's a guy like Raheem Morris, who knows? Uh, but the bottom line is, I think this is a good day. Matt says it's a much-needed day. What do you say? 301-230-0980. Why don't we do a quick trending alert, Matty, and then we'll take the break and then right out to your calls. Jay Gruden's going to join us at 2.30. He's been uh, obviously fired by this organization before, different owner. Uh, We will talk to him about the uncertainty and what he may be looking at in terms of the future uh, for the commanders. Uh, as we will talk to the former head coach of the Washington Redskins in less than an hour. But uh, in just a flash, your phone calls, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines in a rec Ace Law. I hope you get a check call, 8888-ACE-LAW-TIME for that quick trending alert. All right, so now you've heard from Josh Harris, the commander's managing partner, live right here on the Team 980. As far as the GM candidates, Guys that have been requested to interview, Ian Cunningham of the Chicago Bears, Mike Borgonzi of the Kansas City Chiefs, Adam Peters of the San Francisco 49ers, Glenn Cook of the Cleveland Browns, and Alec Hallaby of the Philadelphia Eagles, all according to multiple media reports. On the head coaching side, Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report uh, reporting that the commanders very much have an interest in Jim Harbaugh the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, who will coach in the national championship tonight against Michael Penix and Washington. And so much to say that Spielman, Rick Spielman, who uh, was hired this morning, I should say, along with Bob Myers to help lead the search, has already been in touch with, has already been in touch with uh, Harbaugh's new agent, Don Yee. As far as current 
assistant coaches in the NFL under contract. Raheem Morris of the L.A. Rams, he served as assistant here for several seasons back in the Mike Shanahan era. Meanwhile, Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator of the Detroit Tigers. Boy Wonder, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. Anthony Weaver, defensive line and assistant head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, all publicly identified as having been requested to do interviews. And that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, good to have you with us. On a Monday, January the 8th, 2024, so you've heard from Josh Harris, you know the deal, you know all the news, tried to go over the entire list of GM candidates and interview requests that have reportedly been requested. We don't know if any will be denied, what have you. Guys that are in the playoffs and currently under contract with other teams, i.e. Raheem Morris, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, Anthony Weaver, they all have to be done virtually via Zoom. And then I think there's like a two-week window in which they can be eligible then to interview if their team is still alive. The, The rules are kind of weird. I know this. There'll be no in-person interviews for coaches that are under contract with another team that are in the playoffs. And that is Raheem Morris. I I should say no in-person interviews this week. Raheem Morris of the Rams, Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson of the Lions, and Anthony Weaver of the Baltimore Ravens. Interesting that it's Anthony Weaver so far and not Mike McDonald. I don't know if anybody had the name Anthony Weaver on their list. He's the assistant head coach and defensive line coach of the Baltimore Ravens. Interesting that it's not Mike McDonald just yet, the defensive coordinator. Not saying it won't happen, but not just yet. Interesting that Dan Quinn and Brian Flores just yet are not on this list. I talked to somebody with the Dallas Cowboy organization yesterday. They were expecting that Dan Quinn was going to be a at least moderately strong candidate for the Washington Commanders. Again, not to say that it definitely will happen, but that's what the expectation was, and I expect that, quite honestly. Uh, And one last thing before I turn it over to you guys here at 301-230-0980. Interesting to me, perhaps only, that of the four current assistants that the commanders have requested again that we found out about publicly knowledgeable about that they've requested to speak to interviews for the head coaching position three of the four Raheem Morris Aaron Glenn of the Lions and Anthony Weaver of the Ravens all with a defensive background now Raheem Morris has coached offense before and he's been a head coach Raheem Morris 
God, Manny, we, we've been mentioning Raheem Morris for two months around here. I, you know, you want to say whatever you want about this show. Say whatever you want about me. I, guys, I don't know everything, but I know some things. You know, and J.P. Finley has mentioned that that was a name, I think, on Thanksgiving Day that he was told to look out for, Raheem Morris. So I'm not saying that Raheem Morris is going to be the next head coach of the Commanders, but somebody likes Raheem Morris. Somebody likes Raheem Morris because he was first up on the list. 301-230-0980, your calls. Is this a great day, a good day, a I-don't-know-what day? A bad day? 301-230-0980. Let's get to you on the Ace Law listener lines. Let's get to Michael in, I have no idea where that is, Elderbridge? What, what, what is that? Michael, where are you calling from? Eldersburg. It's oh, Eldersburg. Okay. Eldersburg. Gotcha now. Okay, sorry about that. So you were talking about, you know, what's the word that defines it? And um, I think you're producer said needing and you said good i'm thinking refreshing Mm. to have some transparency to have someone who on all accounts at least early on indicates uh decent instincts on process by which uh success is achieved rather than and i'm going to use this word very strategically the troll that was running this organization for (laughs) 20 plus years uh, is it's very refreshing. That's the word that comes up to me. And I think Dan Quinn will be available probably much earlier than he thinks as uh, the Packers go in there and shock the Cowboys, Ooh. not shockingly, Ooh. in round one. Ooh, that's a tough spot for the go- that's a tough spot for the Packers on the road, though. I mean, you know, great job hanging in there, making the playoffs when you know a, a bunch of different times things seem to be falling apart, especially on the defensive end. And earlier in the year on the offensive end, and Jordan Love got it together. Lots of injuries at wide receiver. If they're healthy at wide receiver, I give them meaning Christian Watson and you know all those guys. I give them a shot. If they're not healthy at wide receiver, A.J. Dillon, their running back was banged up. If they're not healthy in those key areas, I don't know how they beat the Cowboys in Dallas. But, hey, can't say uh, it won't happen. But I love the word refreshing. I do like that word refreshing. I wish I would have thought about it, so I might steal it from you. uh, But I'll give you some credit. I do like that. Good first call. First up right here, we continue along. Uh, with uh, let's go to Mark and Chevy Chase next up on the Team 980. Mark, how are you? Hey, Chris, I'm doing fine. Good, um, it was a good day, not a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is our first rodeo. I think we've uh, saw with Rivera coming in. Um, they had a honeymoon for a while, and without sounding negative, I'll try sounding brilliant. Uh, Rivera was a very good hire at the time. He had been to a Super Bowl. We were hoping he would get to another Super Bowl. Um, so right now, I think that with Harris, we have heard more actual words than we actually heard from Schneider in 24 seasons. Mm-hmm. And that that's what makes it a very good day. His word count, I love that. I thought it was awesome. But it's still a sad day because Rivera was on a honeymoon. He was a very, very, very good coach. I think he checked out earlier this season, but it's always sad. 
thinking back four years ago when we had such high expectations. So I'll try calling you around the draft. I probably won't call again. Let's go get some new coaches and let's support them at least for a season or two before uh, the honeymoon ends with the next guy. Appreciate you, Mark. And, always, always good to yeah. hear from you. And, okay. and, and please don't wait so long as the draft to give us a call uh, because there'll be lots of news in between that. But I appreciate uh, the phone call on the Ace Law listener lines. In a rec, Ace Law, I'll help you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. Call us at 301 230 Zero nine eighty. So good, but sad day. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I look, and I I, I can't call this even though again I'm going to be called contrarian, Chris, and you know negative Nancy and all this. I I just can't call it a great day because I've been down this road. I mean, guys, I lived the Mike Shanahan era from start to finish, A to Z, soup to nuts, head to toe. Every day, I was in the building every single day. I mean, I know it all. And that was supposed to be everything. Bruce Allen hired three weeks before Mike. That was supposed to revolutionize the organization. Jay Gruden, not as much, but still a refreshing, young, innovative head coach. And Jay Gruden was the most successful out of all of these guys. And he can't get a job. Since getting let go of from Jacksonville. I mean, his job is to hang out with us. He'll join us in about 45 minutes. The point of the matter is, I've been down this road before. Now, if you're going to say, yeah, Chris, but that was with Dan Snyder. You're right. I cannot deny that. But before I anoint something great, before I anoint something can't fail, can't miss, I need to see it first. And if that makes me contrarian, Chris, that's make that you know, that's what it makes me. Uh more of your calls right here, right now. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Let's get to Santo in DC. What's up, Santo? How are you? I'm doing all right, Chris. How you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for the buzz. Good, good. Absolutely. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year to you. What is today? Much appreciated. What is today? Is today a good day, a great day? Yeah. I gave you my, my synopsis and layout of things. Sometimes you can prolong a process where you need to go in and repair it. <clears throat> you dropped a couple names, Bruce Allen, Jay Gruden, uh, you know, and, and even then, what you did when you dropped those names, you got to realize attached with them was a little bit of a resume, but also a connection. It was more of a relationship, more, and follow me here, more of a relationship than there should have been in order for things to be successful because these folks were put in positions with a, a uh, sense that they were going to get a lot accomplished. They were also given a lot of uh, gratuities to do what they want to, and we didn't get what we needed from them. As I mentioned, you know, with uh, Jason Wright, I said he's got to go. If you really want to see that everything is straight from the bottom up, you have to run it. You have to go back to the business aspect here. You have to make sure that you're bringing in people to get the jobs done, not because of the merit, not because of the friendships or the relationships. If you do that, you're going to kind of set yourself up for the same problems, but also you got to realize what type of coach do you want? You're going to get a young coach that's going to get things motivated. You want to take old coach. You can take Belichick who knows, you know, plays in and plays out, but is that the style you want to commit to? Because then you have to build your coaching staff around that. Or do you want somebody who's going to get your team fired up, who's young, who's innovative, 
not to take away from any of the older coaches, but somebody who connects differently. It's a chemistry. It's a surgery. You have to go in. You have to repair it. You have to extract anything and everything. It's almost cancerous. You don't want anybody to sit there and tell you, oh, this is because this, or they should have got rid of him, or they should have did. No, no, no. Go in there, irrigate, clean the whole thing out, hire, do the resume, let the relationships build naturally. You know, we ended up with Jake Rudin. People were throwing John's name out there. That was merit and name. We can't do that. We we need to, you know, if you really want to see this thing successfully do what it needs to, we knew Ron was on his way out. Thank you for what he did. Thank you for hanging in there through cancer. Thank you for leading the team the best that you could. We knew it was coming. But everything else, as I said, even with Eric, even with Jack Del Rio, even with uh, Rivera, three decent coaches, completely different styles that never complemented each other. And that's where we're at. And they're gone. I mean, and nothing has worked. And Coach Centric hasn't worked. Um, You know, and, 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 you know, I guess a split dual responsibility and power hierarchy between Bruce Allen and Mike Shanahan hasn't worked. And the young, innovative, offensive coach, you know, I I mean, I I can't say it was a total failure, but obviously it didn't work well enough. Santo, I appreciate the uh, phone call. Good call. Nothing has worked. Now, again, the common thread, the common theme is all of that under Dan Snyder. So that's how I expect it to be, you know, like if you're going to polish a turd, that's basically what you're going to use to, you know, to polish the turd with. So let's see where Josh Harris is. I mean, listening to that press conference, and we'll take one more call here before the top of the hour, listening to that press conference, you couldn't help but – I mean, it was a little bit awkward at times just because I don't I, – I, I think he's not, like, super, super comfortable talking, but it's so, so much more refreshing, to use that word from earlier this segment, to hear Josh Harris. Do you think Dan Snyder could have ever done that? Not a chance. Uh, let's grab one more here before the top of the hour. Rodney in D.C. next up. On the team 980, Rodney, how are you? Hey, how, how you doing, guy? Hey, Rooster, I'm with you, man. Listen, I'm 53. I'm a, I'm at a. I, we'll see. You know, you the guy. You know, and the guy we mentioned, refreshing. You you would hope that this franchise can become a destination where a good coach wants to come and coach and try to turn this thing and really give. You know, I'm not saying Ron didn't give good effort, but. You know, like the structure, we've never had a GM. You know, we, we, we don't know. We have no idea what this new group is going to do. They, they you know, I'm not going to – I hope they're not as bad as Snyder, but my, my point is is that this fan base has dealt with Snyder so long. All we have is we're hoping. You know, it's like, okay, we'll see. Yeah, you coming in here. But words, at the end of the day, because of the product that's been on the field for so long – we don't care about words. Well, let me speak for myself. I don't care about words. I want some, I want them to truly put a consistently winning product on the field to get us in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like we don't even we don't even make it to the playoffs consistently to even say, you know, Super Bowl. Like that's the that's the furthest thought or should be from any fan that has been watching this product over the Snyder era. So I said all that to say, you know, we'll see. I mean, really. 
I got you. I, pe- I feel you, Rodney. Thank you for the uh, call. Good job uh, by you guys. First round of calls. We'll get more right after 2 o'clock at 301-230-0980. Plus, an interesting connection between Bob Myers and Adam Peters, the assistant GM of the San Francisco 49ers, who already has been requested and was just here last week. Was just here last week. And I have to wonder whether Adam Peters was doing some advanced scouting in more ways than one. That connection coming up next. Plus more of your phone calls and reaction on a huge, momentous, and franchise-altering uh, altering day for the Washington Commanders and principal managing partner, Josh Harris. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.